Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Times are tough. I mean, we all know that. Um, Even for the affluent in America, Yeah, they can get by and they'll live pretty much the way they always lived. But for the working men and women and the poor, boy, it's devastating times. Yet most poor Americans vote for the people who have imposed the tough times upon them. And a lot of working class people do, too. And it is always rattling around my mind, how much pain do we have to suffer before people start to wise up. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Here's the essential problem so that you understand it. The Democratic Party spends trillions of dollars unnecessarily. Since Biden has been in office less than two years, $5 trillion in spending added to the national debt and to the budget. $5 trillion in less than two years unsustainable. What does that mean? It means that the economy is going to collapse if this continues because we don't have the money. The United States doesn't have the money. So we print more money and that brings down the value of the money in circulation. That's inflation. Yet 
90% of Americans don't understand it and won't take the time to learn it. And it's, it's I mean, I'm sitting here going, how many people are you going to vote for on the liberal side that are absolutely going to continue this? So Warnock will likely win today in Georgia. Okay? He's almost a communist, this guy. That's how extreme left he is. Yet all the networks are behind him, Slash and Walker, not even mentioning any negatives on the Warnock side. And, you know, and then people are sitting there at home watching this stuff. They don't know. So there comes a point where Americans working and poor, we're just going to have to go into insolvency. They're not going to be able to pay the rent. And we have food insecurity now in many places where people can't feed their children because they don't have enough money. Because everything that they had two years ago has gone up 40%. I mean, and I'm not exaggerating here, not everything, but a lot of stuff. So there's a new Gallup poll out, 1,822 adults, okay. Um, Very simple poll. Have recent price increases caused any financial hardship for you and your household? Yes, 55% of the nation. 55%. Yet the midterms weren't a repudiation of the people who have brought this on the country. Two years ago this time, everybody was singing a song. Economy was robust, no inflation. Okay? So this isn't an opinion Second question is uh, that severe hardship affecting your ability to maintain your current standard of living. Okay, no, my standard of living is going down. It's a severe hardship, 13%. So maybe that's the problem, that the pain that's being inflicted on us hasn't reached the point where most people's standard of living has changed. And you know why? Because they can credit everything. So whatever you used to buy, you still buy and put it on a credit card, but your debt mounts and mounts and mounts, just like the U.S. debt mounts and mounts and mounts. And now we've got another thing coming. We've got to refurbish our military in the Pacific to deal with China. That's going to cost hundreds of billions of dollars. We have to. So that's coming. You, th- you think that that Biden administration would know it's coming and then start to cut back in other places. Yeah. They throw... Tens of millions of dollars around like they were quarters. Yet again, continue to vote for this. Um, Yes, they think they're voting their own self-interest because of the entitlements they may get back. Now, COVID, yes. I mean, we, we all know that COVID devastated everything in this country. And Trump and Biden, and Trump was a big spender, by the way. He's a very big spender. But not at the Biden level. And Trump and Biden had to pass these, sign these bills that gave Americans financial relief. Okay. But you don't do that continually. This Inflation Reduction Act is absurd. Is the amount of wasteful spending, spending that goes into the pockets of private corporations to develop green stuff, is in the billions, heavy billions. Nobody knows it. 
They don't pay attention to the Inflation Reduction Act. You go out on the street, I guarantee you, you ask 10 people with the Inflation Reduction Act, no one will know. Okay, so we're heading for Armageddon here in the next, if the Democrats win the presidency in 24, there will be a collapse. Okay, that's the memo. Now, Biden goes off to Arizona today. No reason why. No reason at all. Because the hotspot is Georgia, but the Georgia Democrats don't want him there. Because he would take votes away from warning. So he goes to Maricopa County, Phoenix, to do nothing. I mean, they're unveiling some green thing there. Okay, good. He didn't have to go there. Now, this costs us, the taxpayer, millions of dollars for him to go and come back. But an interesting question was asked by Peter Ducey of Fox News. Roll the tape. Why, why go to a border state and not visit the border? Because the more important thing going on, they're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. <laughs> what a bunch of bull. All right. So Phoenix is about, I don't know, 120 miles away from the border. Easy helicopter ride. He didn't want to go to the border. Why? Because that brings attention to the border. And Biden will never go to the border. I shouldn't say that. They might be forced to, but he hasn't gone because it'll bring attention to the catastrophe of the border. But at least Ducey would ask questions like that. I mean, you think every White House car is not. They don't care. All right, this Twitter thing in Biden. So once again, uh, the Democratic Party's allies, the corporate media, with the exception of Fox News, um, they rallied around to suppress the Elon Musk story. So the Elon Musk story essentially is that Twitter suppressed information before the 2020 vote that would have hurt Biden. So now the mainstream media is suppressing the suppression. It was asked again by a Fox News correspondent, um, why or what does Biden think about it? Go. That is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform and uh, how they're letting it happen. And, uh, you know, the president said last week, more leaders need to speak out and reject this. And uh, it's very alarming and very dangerous. All right. So you see the strategy there. We're not going to mention the suppression of the Hunter Joe Biden story. We, the White House, every time you ask about it, we're going to tilt off into there's hate speech on Twitter and we condemn it. See, this is called spin. That's what they do. All right. They being the media people in the White House. But they're not the big spinners. There's a group uh, in K Street in Washington, D.C., a Democratic group. It's actually a few of them that every morning holds a conference call and then they give directions to the news agencies and other people on how to deal with certain stories. But it was clear that Jean-Pierre had been coached. If you're asked about the Twitter suppression Elon Musk story, this is what you do. You say, ah, it's old news and nothing new there. But Twitter is full of hate and we're going to see. That's how it works. 
All right, so Trump hurt himself again for the, what, 10,000th time by saying that the election of 2020 uh, was so fraudulent and so fixed that steps have to be taken to reinstall him as president, even if those steps negate some parts of the Constitution. That's essentially what he said. So that was not received well. And then he realized that that was not a good thing to say. So he's issued a clarification. And here it is. A massive fraud of this type and magnitude. Okay, I'm sorry. I was reading the, uh, the original statement that I told you about. Here is the repudiation of the original statement. The fake news is actually trying to convince the American people that I said I wanted to terminate the Constitution. This is simply more disinformation and lies, just like Russia, 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 and all the other hoaxes and scams. What I said was that there is a massive and widespread fraud and deception, as has been irrefutably proven in the 2020 presidential election. Steps must be immediately taken to right the wrong, unquote. Okay, that's essentially what he said, but then he brought in the Constitution. The quote was, um, this fraud allows for termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. He can't, can't say that. But the essence of what Trump was getting at was, I don't think his repudiation statement was dishonest. He just left out the part that he shouldn't have had there in there in the first place. This was dropped on Saturday, you know, holiday uh, shopping, and uh, people don't know. Um, so the first thing that was dropped was that uh, the overwhelming majority of political donations given by Twitter employees, all right, you see the data there, 18, 20, and 22, 96, 98, 99 were given to Democrats. Okay, so that's true. And that means that Twitter before Musk was an activist company. They're all the same. Everybody who worked there was the same. And so the activism was on the part of the Democratic Party and the left. You add to that Zuckerberg, who gave $400 million to get Biden elected. Staggering. Just think about $400 million for a moment. One man and his wife gives that money to try to elect a president, and they were successful. $400 million, that's Facebook. So you get Twitter, you get Facebook. You go over to Google, and it's the same thing. All right, overwhelming majority of employees and managers, everybody is left. Now that is an, that concentrated power is almost impossible for the Republicans to overcome, particularly if people don't know about it. So Musk, what he's done, and, and boy, they hate him now. The, the progressive left hates him. He basically came in and he said, look, I'm not running Twitter this way. All right, we're going to have a fair operation. Whether or not that happens, I don't know. But he's now exposing all of the things that he knows all right, happened under his predecessors. And he's fired, what, 70% of the Twitter staff are gone? So to me, at this point in history, and this could change, Elon Musk is a truth teller. 
because none of us knew how bad it was. We knew it was bad. We didn't know how bad. And then there's a whole bunch of stuff on Trump, should you want to read it, about how they tried to ban him on January 6th and what they did or what they didn't do. That's up to you. All right. That, but it happened. And, and so the networks don't cover it at all. They just ignore it. And it's just, to me, it's over. The fat lady, can you say fat anymore? The Zoptig lady has sung. Okay, because they can't come back from that. NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN. It can't come back. You can't just say, okay, now we're going to be fair. No, you don't cover a story of this magnitude. I, I, I just, I'm sitting there going, ah. So the story is only going to get bigger because as soon as the Republicans take over the House in January, the hearings are going to come up. The Twitter hearings are going to come up. The FBI and Twitter, the media and Twitter. And there are people, big, big people, going to be called in under oath in front of the Congressional Committee. It's Jim Jordan. I, I mean, that guy gets more cable time than Sean Hannity. Jim Jordan, you know him. And then Comer on the uh, Oversight Committee. James Comer, who is, he has an article in the Wall Street Journal op-ed today uh, saying, look, this is what we're going to do. Here's where we're going. Huge stories, enormous stories going to unfold next year. Going to change everything. Okay? So I was on with uh, Clay and Buck on the radio today. And uh, they're arguing about whether Biden's going to run again in uh, 2024. He's not running. And I said, look, even if he wanted to run these hearings in the House, you're going to wipe him out. You're going to wipe Biden out. No way he's going to be able to run. I mean, the January 6th hearings did damage to Donald Trump. They did. They hurt him. Did they take him off the map? No. He's still viable. But the same thing's going to happen to Biden on a double whammy. So this is no way. Okay. NBC News attracts another story. I, I just... Okay. So when the trade was made... Uh, Brittany Griner for the uh, Russian arms dealer, NBC, um, reported that the Biden administration had a choice between Whalen, okay, the ex-Marine Michiganer who's being held on espionage charges in uh, Russia, and Griner. But that wasn't true. So if you read my column and I hope you do on BillOReilly.com, I explain how that deal went down. The whole deal, how it went down, the inside stuff, okay? So NBC reported, well, Biden could have taken Griner or Whalen and took Griner. It was false, totally false. So they had to retract the very same day. Okay, Washington Post. Now, this is very strange. So the Washington Post has ignored Elon Musk and uh, every other valid news story that makes the Biden administration look bad. But it reports on December 10th, Saturday. Now, when you put something in the Saturday edition that sends a message, it's not as important as Monday, 
through Friday. So they report that the Biden team outside the White House is gearing up to smear, slander, slime the people who are going to investigate the president. And this, according, and this is all according to Washington Post. I, I was shocked they did this story. This is a lawyer in L.A. named Kevin Morris who paid Hunter Biden's tax bill, $2 million plus. Okay, Morris paid it. So Morris is the guy who's organizing the hit team to go after Jordan, Comer, or anybody else that is investigating Hunter and Joe Biden. So apparently they're well on down the road of organization. They hired Brock, David Brock, and you may know the name, the worst. Probably the worst human being in the country. He's horrible. Okay. They've got Media Matters. They've got all the liberal uh, organizations lined up. Bob Bauer, former White House counsel under Obama. He's going to have a leadership role on and on and on and on. The Washington Post just names the whole crew and said this is a SWAT team that are going to go to the defense of the Bidens. And it's true. I knew that there was organizational stuff going on. Now, the key to this for the Bidens is to get the media on board, which will not be hard. But then you've got to go, why is the Washington Post outing them? And I can't answer that question. Maybe they're nervous there. I know economics are bad at the Washington Post and the New York Times. Okay, Uh, maybe they're nervous. And they said, yeah, we maybe we got to do a few stories that. Are not all pro Biden. That could be, but I'm just guessing. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call 
and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, so now let's get another point of view, but it's a different play. I don't want to bring in a Democrat to just cut up Trump. I mean, what good is that for anybody? It's predictable. We don't do predictable. I didn't think Monica was that predictable, but she's standing by her man, obviously. So joining us now uh, from Reno, Nevada, is Amy Tarkenian. Uh, She is a Republican strategist who was a former Nevada state GOP chairman and supported Donald Trump, but no longer does. Is that accurate? That is correct. And why are you not supporting him? Well, first of all, I need to say that I was a delegate for President Trump and I voted twice for President Trump. If anyone thought that Hillary Clinton were the better option, then you need to get your head examined. But, you know, President Trump actually did uh, some pretty amazing things as far as, you know, with policy. But I think it was really the, the downfall for me is when he started to surround himself with grifters and conspiracy theorists. And then that led up to January 6th, where then uh, he didn't move fast enough on trying to get people to uh, stop what they were doing as far as, you know, going to the Capitol, even though I don't think that was the intent, the original intent. And it seemed to become more of a self-serving situation rather than uh, focusing on the nation overall. He was losing his focus. Well, there's no question he was late in uh, trying to get those people out of the Capitol. But I don't think there's any evidence that he wanted that January 6th riot to take place. Have you seen any evidence of that? No, I was just disappointed that he didn't do a George W. Bush moment and take a bullhorn and say enough. You know, we need to unify and move on. And uh, that just didn't seem to be the case. And I think, too, you know, the self-inflicting wounds uh, that you and Monica were touching on, you know, with the fact of having dinner with Kanye West, with that Nick Fuentes guy who we know is is an uh, anti-Semite, these are self-inflicting wounds. And... um, and you've got him now, you know, demeaning and demoralizing Governor Ron DeSantis, calling him Ron DeSanctimonious, attacking uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin, saying that he sounds Chinese, like that's supposed to be a bad thing. Uh, he's his own worst enemy. Well, he's always been, though, and he won the presidency. I mean, that's the reply. Look, this guy did something nobody else in American history ever did. He did it his way, as Paul Anka uh, once said, <laughs> and he's not uh, going to stop. So I don't think Nevada right now, your state, would vote for Trump again. I don't think he's got enough juice in that state because if he did, then the midterms would have gone to the GOP and they did not. Correct? Correct. And actually, he never won our state. He came close. Um, but not not close enough to get into the W column. And I think, unfortunately, too, because of the misbehavior, because of the brashness and some of the aggressiveness and, and 
And uh, I mean, quite honestly, you know, he, he can be rude. And in the beginning, I think most people, uh, at least Republicans, were happy to have somebody who was a fighter, who wasn't going to back down, who finally had a spine and taught people how to speak up and speak out. But then it just seemed to steamroll out of control. And so you had candidates, especially this go around. And unfortunately, you know, I'm not a Mitch McConnell fan, but when he said that, you know, it, the warning of basically questioning the quality of candidates, we saw that here in the state of Nevada. And we had a bunch of candidates who felt that they were going to emulate President Trump's misbehavior, not the good parts, but the bad parts, and, and try to pretend like that was a sign of strength. And in fact, it turned off the third party voters. And that happens to be our largest and fastest growing party registration as we speak. Okay. Is there anything that could, look, Joe Biden's a disaster. Everybody knows mm. it. Anybody who's honest knows it. Um, and if he's not going to run again, but if he did, you couldn't vote for Biden, could you? No, I would just hope that another strong GOP contender, more of a statesman or a stateswoman who can bring those policies with the package. I, I'm hoping and praying for somebody to step up. Are you uh, ready to support DeSantis or Youngkin or any other Republican at this juncture? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah, even if it oh. was Christy Nome, if it were Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. I mean, I think we have a much deeper bench than the Democrats by far. Okay, but you haven't selected one person for your uh, vote. I mean, yeah, a long time, obviously. Right. Um, but you're not a uh, you're not in stone with one person. I would love Governor Ron DeSantis. However, my friends in Florida don't want to see him go, and he's so young that you know he can actually wait. He can sit out for another term he's not and have wait. another successful term as governor. I know. I, I know. I'm hearing behind the scenes that he's no, getting he's his ducks in a if, row. If but. Trump. If Trump self-destructs, it's Youngkin uh, going to go in um, and not Youngkin. It's DeSantis going to go in heavy. He's got the money to do it. But he doesn't want to go up and primary Trump, which is an interesting dilemma for a lot of Republicans. You know, you don't want Trump and DeSantis tearing each other's throats out, which could happen. Last word. Yeah, and it would be unfortunate. But yes, if Governor Ron DeSantis were to run, and I would definitely jump on, on his team, 100%. Okay, thank you very much for helping us out. And uh, have a nice holiday season. I hate that trite phrase, holiday season. How about enjoy the season in the desert? Sounds good. Thank you, Bill. Nice place to go. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's gonna get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, most American adults think social media is bad for democracy. Of course. This is Pew. Pew study. All right, 3,581 adults. Question is, is social media a good thing for democracy or a bad thing? 64% bad, 34% good. So Americans know what's up. Now, why is social media bad? Because people won't run for office, even locally. School boards, good people, because they know they'll be smeared, slimed, defamed, slandered. Okay, what do we slandered on? No, libel. Libel is when you write about it. Slander is when you say it. Okay, so good people. Do I want to put my family through this? I got kids in school. I I got elderly parents. I I know if I run that the gutter snipes on uh, social media are going to just rip me up, tell lies about me, uh, do this, that, and the other thing. They don't run. That's the big thing. L.A., covid Huge surge back in L.A. I think this is off the China stuff because China is having that big uh, resurgence over there. And L.A., uh, China air travel is frequent. So L.A., last week, COVID cases up 66%, hospitalizations up 34%. And the numbers are pretty big. All right, so you're going uh, about 4,000 cases of COVID a day in L.A. County. So keep your eye on that out there. Um, As far as people taking the vax, the third booster, um, 15%. Why? Because of Anthony Fauci. So Anthony Fauci has destroyed all credibility for the Centers for Disease Control. Anthony Fauci, even the left goes, so if he says to do something, nobody's going to do it. There's no spokesperson. There's nobody there. Now, I got the third booster because, um, and I really debated, and I waited a long time, but I'm not uh, pressing it on my urchins or any of my friends. I got it because I have this medical situation I'm dealing with now, and if I got COVID, it would complicate things. So whatever I have to do to protect myself, even if it doesn't work, I'm going to try it, all right? And I won't be here tomorrow, by the way. I'm sorry. I don't take a lot of sick days. If you've followed me over my, what now, 30-year career on national television, very rarely am I out. But I got to do another medical thing tomorrow, and I'm sorry. I don't want to do it, but I'm ahead of it. I got to stay ahead of this so it doesn't develop into some debilitating thing. Anyway, enough about me. 15% of the U.S. population has taken the third booster. I am not recommending that you do it. It's a personal decision. Smart life. Now, this is one thing that drives me crazy. Uh, I stay in hotels, you know, all over the world. And so there's a con going on. We're all being cons. So you call up and you say, how much is the hotel room? Oh, $400 a night. Okay, that sounds competitive, right? You go on Expedia or where any of these hotel places are. It's $400 a night. And you book it. And then you get there and you check out. And there's um, fees. Here's the fees. Resort fees. This is if they have a pool and you get a towel. It's a resort fee. Wi-Fi fees. Safe fee. Mini bar fee, even if you don't use the mini bar. Parking fee. Gym fee. Early check-in fee. 
Additional guest fees? I can see the additional guest. Housekeeping gratuity. Now, I always leave some money for the housekeepers, but I don't want to be compelled to do it. I don't want it on my bill. You pay them. And if they do good work, I'll pay them. So all that stuff can add up to hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars if you're going real high end. A day. So Biden is saying, I'm going to do something about it. He's not going to do anything about the border or violent crime or uh, the economy. But I'm going to do something about the fees in hotels. Well, good. So do something for us, okay? So he's ordered the uh, Federal Trade Commission to look at various rules that can apply. But a congressman from Arizona, Paul Gosar, has introduced legislation to protect travelers from hidden hotel fees. Right on. So the smart life tip is this. When you're making a reservation, whether it be on the phone or on the net, you got to say, I need everything. Every fee you're going to put on me, I need to know it. Hotel doesn't say, then you can file a complaint against them with the state agency, okay, Consumer Protection Agency. And you tell them that. If they give you jazz on the phone, you go, I'm going to file a complaint against you in the state consumer protection agency if you don't tell me exactly how much room is going to cost. So I don't want you to get hosed on your travel. And what a scam. Oh, my God. Okay, now, one of the reasons, perhaps the primary reason for all this theft um, is drug addiction. So if you are a drug addict, then you know this. You've got to generate money to buy narcotics. And you can't work because you're stoned all day long. Okay, so there are a few ways to generate money illegally. You can be a prostitute. You can sell drugs, um, but that's a dangerous area. Uh, Or you can steal. And that's what the majority of drug addicts do. And this is backed up by every study you've ever read. Okay, so drug addiction is now rising in America. It's not falling. It's not like tobacco use. And the reason it's rising is because there's no condemnation of it. So if you are a heroin addict or fentanyl or whatever it may be, you have a disease. And so that gives you an excuse. And also society an excuse not to deal with you. So uh, the liberal bent, the progressive wing, says they have a disease, so it's okay for them to commit crimes every single day, hurt people every single day. They can do that because they have a disease. Why? That's just insane. You got a disease, you got to cure it or you die. And that's why so many people die from drug overdoses. But there's no attempt to make the disease, drug addiction, a mandatory situation. And most of these drug addicts don't want to kick it. They like living in a state of inebriation. Enter marijuana, which obviously is now going to be legalized soon everywhere and this country. I shouldn't say everywhere. There might be some jurisdictions that hold out. But um, youth marijuana use, okay, is up. And this is a study from the National Poison Data System from January 1st, 2000 till December 31st, 2020, almost two years ago. And it's worse now. So youth marijuana, all right, Exposures six through 18, six, up 245%. This is a disaster. 
because this creates more drug addicts. Now, I know many pot users, um, and they, a lot of them had the man buns and the ponytail, and, and they say to me, I use marijuana all the time, doesn't affect me, I am not a drug addict, not, leave me alone, I want to buy the pot, it helps my elbow, whatever it may be. Okay, all right, I'll take your word for it. That constant use of an inebriant has not hurt you. I don't believe that, but I'll, I'll, be, I'll believe that I don't want to intrude on your high. But the children, as a former high school teacher, I saw what happened, boy. It's devastating. And yet our society, our country, that's never raised. You know, pot is cool. And so while alcohol use among the urchins is going down, all right, pot is going up crazy up. Now, you don't think that's going to have an effect 10 years, 15 years down the road? It will. I tell my son, look, and he doesn't use drugs. And I would know if he did. Um, There's nothing we can do about this other than to reject it because it's bad for you and it's bad for society. It's bad for the country. This pot thing. There's nothing good comes out of this. Um, But for you, the non-drug user, the non-alcohol abuser, this is going to afford you a tremendous advantage because this country is rapidly evolving into two stratas. The people who have no shot to attain the American dream because they're stoned or they're uh, lazy or they won't learn or they don't want to work hard or whatever it may be. No shot. That group is increasing. Whereas the fewer people who are motivated and they're sober, they're going to rock it. They're going to prosper because they're going to be the exception. And I think that's the best message that children can get from their parents. If you want to succeed in life on all levels, personal, professional, whatever it may be. Stay away from this. This will rob you of motivation, this intoxicant world, okay? That's the best argument. You think that's made in any public school? I don't know of any public school. Yeah, they bring in speakers that say, oh, I went through hell, and then I had to kick it, and don't do it, it." but they don't really give you the big picture. You're in this world. You go into that world, and nobody forces you into that world. That's why the disease thing is a little questionable, all right? Nobody forces you. I do believe that certain people, my family certainly, um, are more susceptible genetically to addiction, which is why I've never drunk, uh, drunk. I've never drank alcohol in my life. And of course, I've never taken a drug. And they mock, I get mocked all the time. You can imagine my friends. Um, But anyway, uh, this is a fairly long sermon here, but it's so important and people don't know it's important because the media will never, ever, 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 ever cover it. Okay, Lady Gaga, you remember, February 24th, 2021, her dog walker, Ryan Fisher, 41 years old, took uh, the rock star's dogs out for a walk. He was accosted by two people, James Jackson, 19-year-old, 
and his accomplice, Jillian Jalen White. Okay, Jackson shot the dog walker, shot it, and they kidnapped the three dogs. Now, um, this is terrible because uh, Jalen, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan Fisher still has ongoing wounds from this, two surgeries, has breathing problems, numbness, and nerve damage. All right, so now, yesterday, this guy was sentenced, Jackson, and he gets 21 years in prison. So he's 19, he's out at 40, and he'll get out earlier than that. 21 years, he didn't kill the dog walker. In California, that's a harsh sentence, and it should be. Now, this is an interesting part of this story. A woman named Jennifer McBride. So a few days after the dogs are kidnapped, she brings the dogs back to the cops because there was a half million. Uh, let's see. How much was the reward? It was like a, a big reward. Uh, trying to find it here. Uh, I can't find it. Anyway, Lady Gaga offered a lot of money to return the dogs. And she did. <laughs> but of course, the cops looked one look at her and said, would you get the dogs? And she had no story. So she's charged too. She's not going to get any jail time. She's an accessory and receiving stolen property. So that was in a, a big headline story. I wonder how many news agencies are going to follow that up. I thought it was interesting. Okay, so here's the final thought. Less than three weeks before Christmas. And my spies tell me that um, donations, charitable donations, are way down because of the inflation and the economy. Now, I, don't, I haven't been able to verify that fact because the numbers aren't in yet, but that's the word on the street. And, you know, when you donate money, you have to be very careful about who you give it to and what they're going to do with it. So what we have done here at BillOReilly.com is I have a foundation, the William and Winifred O'Reilly Foundation. And we give away millions of dollars, and we've been doing that for, I don't know, 15 years. Um, But we do not take any money for the foundation. And we don't expense anything from the foundation. It's all... We have a foundation, I put money in it, and we donate to worthy enterprises. So BillOReilly.com store goes right into the foundation because that's profits that we make. And what we have done is, um, and it's, the store is very popular. But rather than think that all this money's coming to me, that you're spending at BillOReilly.com Christmas store, it's not. It's going to help people. And I am vigilant about who gets that money. So that's the true spirit of Christmas, donating to people who need help. But we go the extra mile. Though we don't, you know, just give money because somebody asked for it. No. So we are in business to help you. Number one, those gifts in the BillOReilly.com Christmas store are great. You'll love them. And the people who get them from you will love them. But I designed this thing so nobody, you know, we're not going to do that 
um, people giving us money. You know who does that? The Clinton Foundation. They take money from all kinds of people. And I just went and, and they and they use the foundation's finances to travel around. We never do that. So I want you to know it. Um, I want to help as many people as I can this Christmas Hanukkah. If you go to the Christmas store, I will like you very much. <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow with another episode of the No Spin News. See you then. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.